Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. subscribe. This episode is brought to you by The Hundred Acre Wood. Tonight, we'll read the next part to Winnie the Pooh, a children's story written by A.A. Milne and published in 1926. This collection of short stories features an anthropomorphic teddy bear, Winnie the Pooh, along with his friends, Christopher Robin, Piglet, Eeyore, Owl, Rabbit, Kanga, and Roo. In the previous episode, we read the second half of Chapter 5, in which Piglet met a heffalump, and also the first half of Chapter 6, in which Eeyore had a birthday, and if he is lucky, he may get to presents. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. a warm day, and Pooh had a long way to go. 
he hadn't gone more than halfway when a sort of funny feeling began to creep all over him. It began at the tip of his nose and trickled all through him and out at the soles of his feet. It was just as if somebody inside him were saying, Now then, Pooh, time for a little something. Dear, dear, said Pooh, I didn't know it was as late as that. So he sat down and took the top off his jar of honey. Lucky I brought this with me, he thought. Many a bear going out on a warm day like this would never have thought of bringing a little something with him. And he began to eat. Now, let me see, he thought, as he took his last lick of the inside of the jar. Where was I going? Ah, yes, Eeyore. He got up slowly, and then, suddenly, he remembered he had eaten Eeyore's birthday present. Bother, said Pooh. What shall I do? I must give him something. For a little while, he couldn't think of anything. Then he thought, well, it's a very nice pot even if there's no honey in it. And if I washed it clean and got somebody to write a happy birthday on it, E.R. could keep things in it, which might be useful. So, as he was just passing the hundred-acre wood, he went inside to call on Owl, who lived there. Good morning, Owl he said. Good morning, Pooh, said Owl. Many happy returns of Eeyore's birthday, said Pooh. Oh, is that what it is? What are you giving him, Owl? What are you giving him, Pooh? I'm giving him a useful pot to keep things in, and I wanted to ask you... Is this it? said Owl, taking it out of Pooh's paw. Yes, and I wanted to ask you, somebody has been keeping honey in it, said Owl. You can keep anything in it, said Pooh earnestly. It's very useful like that. And I wanted to ask you, you ought to write... A happy birthday on it. That was what I wanted to ask you, said Pooh. Because my spelling is wobbly. It's good spelling, but it wobbles, and the letters get in the wrong places. Would you write a happy birthday on it for me? It's a nice pot, said Owl looking at it all round. Couldn't I give it to from both of us? No, said Pooh. That would not be a good plan. Now, 
I'll just wash it first, and then you can write on it. Well, he washed the pot out and dried it, while Owl licked the end of his pencil and wondered how to spell birthday. Can you read Pooh? he asked, a little anxiously. There's a notice about knocking and ringing outside my door, which Christopher Robin wrote. Could you read it? Christopher Robin told me what it said, and then I could. Well, I'll tell you what this says, and then you'll be able to. So Al wrote, and this is what he wrote. Hippy pappy bathita bathata bathita. Pooh looked on admiringly. I'm just saying a happy birthday, said Owl carelessly. It's a nice long one, said Pooh, very much impressed by it. Well, actually, of course, I'm saying a very happy birthday with love from Pooh. Naturally, it takes a good deal of pencil to say a long thing like that. Oh, I see, said Pooh. While all this was happening, Piglet had gone back to his own house to get Eeyore's balloon. He held it very tightly against himself so that it shouldn't blow away. And he ran as fast as he could so as to get to Eeyore before Pooh did. For he thought that he would like to be the first one to give a present, just as if he had thought of it without being told by anybody. And, running along and thinking how pleased Eeyore would be, he didn't look where he was going. And suddenly, he put his foot in a rabbit hole and fell down flat on his face. Bang! Piglet lay there, wondering what had happened. At first, he thought that the whole world had blown up. And then he thought that perhaps only the forest part of it had. And then he thought that perhaps only he had. And he was now alone in the moon or somewhere and would never see Christopher Robin or Pooh or Eeyore again. And then he thought, well, even if I'm in the moon, I needn't be face downwards all the time. So he got cautiously up and looked about him. He was still in the forest. Well, that's funny, he thought. I wonder what that bang was. I couldn't have made such a noise just falling down. And where's my balloon? 
And what's that small piece of damp rag doing? It was the balloon. Oh, dear, said Piglet. Oh, dear. Oh, deary, deary, dear. Well, it's too late now. I can't go back. And I haven't another balloon. And perhaps Eeyore doesn't like balloons so very much. So he trotted on, rather sadly now. And down he came to the side of the stream where Eeyore was and called out to him. Good morning, Eeyore, shouted Piglet. Good morning, little Piglet, said Eeyore. If it is a good morning, he said, which I doubt, said he. Not that it matters, he said. Many happy returns of the day, said Piglet, having now got closer. Eeyore stopped looking at himself in the stream and turned to stare at Piglet. Just say that again, he said. Many ha- Wait a minute. Balancing on three legs, he began to bring his fourth leg very cautiously up to his ear. I did this yesterday, he explained, as he fell down for the third time. It's quite easy. It's so as I can hear better. There, that's done it. Now then, what were you saying? He pushed his ear forward with his hoof. Many happy returns of the day, said Piglet again. Meaning me? Of course, Eeyore. My birthday? Yes. Me having... A real birthday? Yes, Eeyore, and I've brought you a present. Eeyore took down his right hoof from his right ear, turned round, and with great difficulty put up his left hoof. I must have that in the other ear, he said. Now then. A present, said Piglet very loudly. Meaning me again? Yes. My birthday still? Of course, Eeyore. Me going on having a real birthday? Yes, Eeyore, and I brought you a balloon. Balloon? said Eeyore. You did say balloon? One of those big colored things you blow up? Gaiety, song and dance. Here we are and there we are. Yes, but I'm afraid. I'm very sorry, Eeyore. But when I was running along to bring it to you, 
I fell down. Dear, dear, how unlucky. You ran too fast, I expect. You didn't hurt yourself, little piglet. No, but I, I, oh, Eeyore, I burst the balloon. There was a very long silence. My balloon, said Eeyore at last. Piglet nodded. My birthday balloon? Yes, Eeyore, said Piglet, sniffing a little. Here it is, with with many happy returns of the day. And he gave Eeyore the small piece of damp rag. Is this it? said Eeyore, a little surprised. Piglet nodded. My present? Piglet nodded again. The balloon? Yes. Thank you, Piglet, said Eeyore. You don't mind me asking, he went on. But what color was this balloon when it, when it was a balloon? Red. I just wondered, Red, he murmured to himself. My favorite color. How big was it? About as big as me. I just wondered. About as big as Piglet. He said to himself, sadly. My favorite size. Well, well. Piglet felt very miserable and didn't know what to say. He was still opening his mouth to begin something and then decided that it wasn't any good saying that when he heard a shout from the other side of the river and there was Pooh. Many happy returns of the day, called out Pooh forgetting that he had said it already. Thank you, Pooh. I'm having them, said Eeyore gloomily. I've brought you a little present, said Pooh excitedly. I've had it, said Eeyore. Pooh had now splashed across the stream to Eeyore, and Piglet was sitting a little way off, his head in his paws, snuffling to himself. It's a useful pot, said Pooh. Here it is, and it's got a very happy birthday with love from Pooh written on it. That's what all that writing is, and it's for putting things in. There, When Eeyore saw the pot, he became quite excited. Why, 
he said. I believe my balloon will just go into that pot. Oh no, Eeyore, said Pooh. Balloons are much too big to go into pots. What you do with a balloon is, you hold the balloon, not mine, said Eeyore proudly. Look, Piglet. And as Piglet looked sorrowfully round, Eeyore picked the balloon up with his teeth and placed it carefully in the pot, picked it out and put it on the ground, and then picked it up again and put it carefully back. So it does, said Pooh. It goes in. So it does, said Piglet. And it comes out. Doesn't it? said Eeyore. It goes in and out like anything. I'm very glad, said Pooh happily, that I thought of giving you a useful pot to put things in. And I'm very glad, said Piglet happily that I thought of giving you something to put in a useful pot. But Eeyore wasn't listening. He was taking the balloon out and putting it back again, as happy as can be. And didn't I give him anything? asked Christopher Robin sadly. Of course you did. I said, you gave him, don't you remember, a little, a little, I gave him a box of paints to paint things with. That was it. Why didn't I give it to him in the morning? You were so busy getting his party ready for him. He had a cake with icing on the top and three candles and his name in pink sugar, and yes, I remember, said Christopher Robin. Chapter 7 In which Kanga and Baby Roo come to the forest, and Piglet has a bath. Nobody seemed to know where they had come from, but there they were in the forest. Kanga? and Baby Roo. When Pooh asked Christopher Robin, How did they come here? Christopher Robin said, In the usual way, if you know what I mean, Pooh. And Pooh, who didn't, said, Oh. Then he nodded his head twice and said, In the usual way. Ah. Then he went to call upon his friend Piglet to see what he thought about it. And at Piglet's house, he found Rabbit. So they all talked about it together. What I don't like about it is this, said Rabbit. Here are we, you, Pooh, and you, Piglet, and me, and suddenly... 
and Eeyore, said Pooh, and Eeyore, and then suddenly, and Owl, said Pooh, and Owl, and then all of a sudden, oh, and Eeyore, said Pooh, I was forgetting him. Here we are, said Rabbit, very slowly and carefully, all of us. And then, suddenly, we wake up one morning and what do we find? We find a strange animal among us. An animal of whom we have never even heard before. An animal who carries her family about with her in her pocket. Suppose I carried my family about with me in my pocket. How many pockets should I have? Sixteen, said Piglet. Seventeen, isn't it? said Rabbit. And one more for a handkerchief. That's eighteen. Eighteen pockets in one suit. I haven't time. There was a long and thoughtful silence. And then Pooh, who had been frowning very hard for some minutes, said, I make it fifteen. What? said Rabbit. Fifteen. Fifteen what? Your family. What, what about them? Pooh rubbed his nose and said that he thought Rabbit had been talking about his family. Did I? said Rabbit carelessly. Yes, you said. Never mind, Pooh, said Piglet impatiently. The question is, what are we to do about Kanga? Oh, I see, said Pooh. The best way, said Rabbit, would be this. The best way would be to steal Baby Roo and hide him. And then when Kanga says, where's Baby Roo? We say, aha. Aha, said Pooh, practicing. Aha, aha. Of course, he went on, we could say, aha, even if we hadn't stolen baby Roo. Pooh, said Rabbit kindly, you haven't any brain. I know, said Pooh, humbly. We say, aha, so that Kanga knows that we know where baby Roo is. Aha means, we'll tell you where baby Roo is if you promise to go away from the forest and never come back. Now don't talk while I think. Pooh went into a corner and tried saying, Aha, in that sort of voice. Sometimes it seemed to him that it did mean what Rabbit said, and sometimes it seemed to him that it didn't. I suppose it's just practice, he thought. I wonder if Kanga will have to practice too 
so as to understand it. There's just one thing, said Piglet, fidgeting a bit. I was talking to Christopher Robin, and he said that a kango is generally regarded as one of the fiercer animals. I am not frightened of fierce animals in the ordinary way, but it is well known that if one of the fiercer animals is deprived of its young, it becomes as fierce as two of the fiercer animals, in which case, aha, is perhaps a foolish thing to say. Piglet, said Rabbit, taking out a pencil and licking the end of it. You haven't any pluck. It is hard to be brave, said Piglet, sniffing slightly, when you're only a very small animal. Rabbit, who had begun to write very busily, looked up and said, It is because you are a very small animal that you will be useful in the adventure before us. Piglet was so excited at the idea of being useful that he forgot to be frightened anymore. And when Rabbit went on to say that Kangas were only fierce during the winter months, being at other times of an affectionate disposition, he could hardly sit still. He was so eager to begin being useful at once. What about me? said Pooh sadly. I suppose I shan't be useful. Never mind, Pooh, said Piglet comfortingly. Another time, perhaps. Without Pooh, said Rabbit solemnly as he sharpened his pencil, the adventure would be impossible. Oh, said Piglet, and tried not to look disappointed. But Pooh went into a corner of the room and said proudly to himself, Impossible without me, that sort of bear. Now listen, all of you, said Rabbit when he had finished writing. And Pooh and Piglet sat listening very eagerly with their mouths open. This was what Rabbit read out. Plan to capture Baby Roo. One, general remarks. Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me. Two, more general remarks. Kanga never takes her eye off Baby Roo, except when he's safely buttoned up in her pocket. Three, therefore, if we are to capture Baby Roo, we must get a long start because Kanga runs faster than any of us, even me. C1. Four. A thought. If Rue had jumped out of Kanga's pocket and Piglet jumped in, 
Kanga wouldn't know the difference, because Piglet is a very small animal. Five. Like Rue. Six. But Kanga would have to be looking the other way first, so as not to see Piglet jumping in. Seven. See two. Eight. Another thought. But if Pooh was talking to her very excitedly, she might look the other way for a moment. Nine. And then I could run away with Rue. Ten. Quickly. Eleven. And Kanga wouldn't discover the difference until afterwards. Well, Rabbit read this out proudly. And for a little while after, nobody said anything. And then Piglet, who had been opening and shutting his mouth without making any noise, managed to say very huskily, and afterwards, how do you mean? When Kanga does discover the difference, then we all say, Aha! All three of us? Yes. Oh. Why, what's the trouble, Piglet? Nothing, said Piglet. As long as we all three say it. As long as we all three say it, said Piglet. I don't mind.